92.3 Inspiration FM, and it's 1 o'clock, of course, and it's time for Wellness Half Hour with Dr. Patrick, and he's here live. Welcome, Dr. Patrick. Good afternoon to all our Inspiration Family Radio listeners and our folks who listen across the web. Greetings to all. Another delightful, beautiful Sunday afternoon as we close out the month of November. We've journeyed this month, Diabetic Awareness Month, here on Wellness Half Hour. And as always, we look at your health from a perspective that gives reverence to the source of our being. We impart there are five pillars to wellness. Spiritual, mindset, nutrition, lifestyle, and environment. We impart that wellness is a gift. It's our starting point. It's our default position. And hence when, hence when, when illness comes along, let's pause and ask ourselves, hmm, what has allowed me to deviate from that gift of wellness? And that's how we explore those pillars. And so looking at this month from the diabetic periscope, we had some experts with us to teach us about causes, risk factors, the symptoms, and the conventional approaches to diabetes. We learned about the various types, type 1, type 2, gestational. Today we'll take that journey further. And we're looking at obesity from the eye of gifted hands today we understand diabetes can affect those who are obese and those who are also slim but those who are obese have a particular challenge especially when the environment around them is contributory yes we know that there's a bit of a unhealthy food relationship that causes diabetics who are obese to just add this weight. We use the technical term insulin resistance. There's folks who have a peer group around them or cultural surroundings that encourage that food relationship. Sometimes even parents right from an early age encourage the food relationship, the overconsumption. Some are dealing with issues, anxieties, depression, and they use that food relationship as a walking stick, as an anchor. For others, they just lack the information, or they get caught up in the wave of consuming what is trendy. Foods that are very high in calories, sugar, <clears throat> unhealthy oils, and for a few, yes, there's a family issue, there's heredity. We know that, well, all of us who've joined, joined this month together, we are aware that you can approach diabetes from several perspectives in terms of helping the body nutritionally. The mindset is very important too. Today, we're going to explore an arena. Relatively young, but it's very important for those who are extremely obese and have this underlying diabetic problem difficulty 
And to help us understand this approach is an expert. He's been with us, I think, about a year ago. Comes and goes. Dr. Abuchi Okaru, good morning. He is a gastrointestinal surgeon based in the UK. Comes in, um, takes care of clients, does procedures, surgeries. He deals with a wide range of clients. The term, the technical term is bariatric medicine. His clients include those who have metabolic syndrome, those who have diabetes with severe, severe obesity, and others who have obesity for other reasons, hormonal and, and, and as we'll explain further. Dr. O'Carroll, good afternoon. Good afternoon, Patrick. Good well, afternoon. Welcome to Inspiration FM in 2020. Thank you. A pleasure. All right. So, we know pills help with diabetes. We know there's in insulin for those who require that approach. Um, across the board, nutrition a team, including a nutritionist, helps also to physical activity, lifestyle changes, mindset adjustments. But this arena, for this subgroup of clients, please, doctor, explain some of the challenges you have. Or define this subgroup of, group of clients who really benefit from this novel approach to helping diabetic clients. Yes, thank you. I mean, you say, I mean, diabetes um, type 2 particularly is a, is a really serious health issue. Uh, the WHO has spent, you know, spends a lot of time globally uh, creating awareness. The, the issue with diabetes, particularly type 2, is really uh, caring for them, managing them is very complex. Uh, many, many uh, facets, many uh, individuals, clinicians who are key in that. Now, what's happened in the last, say, 25, 30 years is really interesting because actually those patients who are type 2 diabetic who happen to be obese, so overweight, based on BMI, body mass index of so sort of 30 and above, uh, have been very clearly uh, and scientifically shown uh, to be able to uh, regulate their blood sugar, so control the amount of uh, glucose circulating in their blood, which is fundamentally what diabetes is about. I mean, you hear it and you think it's something desperately complex. It isn't in terms of the simple principle, you have too much blood sugar. Simple. It really is as simple as that, but unfortunately, there are many, many, many complex pathways towards that problem. So we found that patients who have uh, operations on their digestive tract, such as a, a sleeve or a bypass or, or so, really find and result in a blood sugar that is actually normal so you step back and you think hang on complex diabetes is impact around in every organ you know in terms of what we call the macrovascular or the microvascular disease the impact is on every organ it's up from the top the brain dementia the eyes cataracts uh the the, the chest uh, and the heart, cardiovascular disease, uh, uh, strokes, hypertension, uh, go down to the abdomen, you have gallstones, uh, you have uh, you know, issues with the pancreas, uh, you have neuropathy, which is obviously uh, impacting, you have the kidneys, kidney disease, uh, you have uh, in males uh, the uh, erectile dysfunction, you know, in women's, uh, women some degree of infertility. So, you know, there's no organ that's spared the... Uh, devastation of diabetes and it's all because there's too much sugar floating around in your bloodstream and you can do something that changes that 
in addition to pills and uh, our lifestyle changes. It's just a groundbreaking discovery. So yes, metabolic surgery, bariatric surgery has very, very successfully, and there may be inadvertently, we don't know, but it's been demonstrated to make an improvement in that blood sugar principle uh, and changes the whole care of the patient. And that's, I think, very, very powerful. Several weeks ago, we had a program on fatty liver disease. Again, also linked to diabetes. And we're surprised the number of folks who actually connected with us either through social media or attending one of our Zooms, seminars, because they've been told by the doctors about fatty liver disease. Many didn't make the connection to diabetes also. Like doctor listed, so many organisms are affected. Your eyes are affected also. He mentioned infertility. He mentioned male factors that are into, that factor into infertility too. So really no organ is spared. Therefore, once you are diagnosed, you want to look at all the options to to get yourself out of the diabetic part. And one of the options, as he's rightly said, is this approach, the metabolic surgery or bariatric surgical approach. And it's, it, as he was share with you a bit more, it's really a team approach where you have the surgical expert, you have the nutritionist, you have other folks who deal with the mind of the person also because it's a, it's a major shift, but the results are quite impressive. Again, is narrowed down. It's a particular subset of clients who have diabetes who really benefit from this procedure. Those who are quite obese, have metabolic syndrome, may have multiple organs being affected or yet to be affected. Let me pause for a moment. As always, we advise you, get your annual check. Don't wait till they're diagnosed. Try and get it before it's diagnosed. But if you're diagnosed, there's options. Yeah. With metabolic, this um, procedure, what are some of the challenges you face doing it here? Because I know you do it in the UK. Yes, I, mean, I think metabolic or bariatric surgery, like any surgical specialty in uh, Nigeria, really um, the successes um, are really dependent on going through the appropriate stages uh, and having the right people uh, in terms of teams. And we've been quite fortunate, uh, certainly in our, in our, in our team, uh, because we, uh, we've got about nine years experience now. We started the first uh, uh, sort of metabolic surgery uh, procedure and we did it in uh, in 2011 so we've, we've we've gained a bit of ground um the big challenges we have you know just to summarize you know one is awareness <laughs> there's a lot of um poor information not just in the hands of the clients i.e patients and community but also in the hands of the medical doctors and colleagues of ours and it's understandable this is a very fairly new uh you know branch of surgery and medicine that, you know, cross link between medicine and surgery. Um, so it's understandable there's a poor, poor information. So we've spent a lot of time trying to talk, create awareness. We've written articles. We've obviously had multiple sessions like this. And it is important to continue to do that. In an, you know, people are uh, not deliberately not taking advice. They just need to get comfortable with the new change. Change is always hard for people in terms of the mind. So I think that's first. The second thing uh, or challenge we've had, of course, <coughs> is around um, understanding building the expertise. So you want to give bad, good results. It's a service. And a service which is healthcare-based, the primary objective is to give the patient the best. And for that, you need to have the very best around the table. 
So nurses, um, of course, nutritionists, dietitian, uh, doctors, anaesthetists, uh, of course, hospital infrastructure managers in terms of equipment because it's an operation, so you need to have equipment. So all of these things have been not desperate challenges, but certainly needing a lot of work. And we've been lucky in the sense that it's, we took a very gradual step by step. We were not in a hurry, as you shouldn't be when you start something new. You should think it through to execute effectively. And uh, so we built it up. So we've got a good, good, uh, I think, level of client experiences now. We've done more than 120 cases of, of major surgeries in Lagos since this happened in 2011. Uh, and we remain very optimistic. I think we remain very satisfied more than anything else um, that we've created um, something that didn't exist uh, before we started it. And I think that for us as a group, I think fulfills us in, in terms of making a difference. Now, there's still a lot of work to be done, of course, but the response of the clients, the response of the community uh, in terms of inquiries, those coming to ask us for opinions and of course those having operations i think is always uh something we're, we're very pleased about people the, the community is responding to what we're doing and we even have people coming from over you know ghana and, and senegal to have surgery in lagos so i think that's a good thing and, and i'm just so grateful uh thankful to all the uh, people who've worked hard with me to uh, to build this uh, space there where it didn't exist before your data on nigeria if you have it, you share it. But let's look at data in the UK. Success rate, relapse. Yeah, so we'll divide this into two, uh, short-term and long-term. So short-term would be less than three years. Long-term would be greater than three years. Now, the short-term data in terms of the immediate results of surgery. So this is things like um, uh, coming in, going home uh, with it without any uh, uh, misadventure, so complications, on par. We, you know, the results, I must say, it's a single centre, which is our centre, so unfortunately it isn't uh, representative of the whole country, of course, but it is something that can be done. And I think the point for me, um, and certainly as a clinician who has an uh, extreme amount of um, consciousness about uh, what I do with my hands and my mind and my team, is very satisfying. Um, and it proves a point, because unfortunately there is a lot of there are always people out there, what they call them the naysayers or the people that don't believe that change. Also don't believe that healthcare in Nigeria can do transformational things. And, you know, and I've battled with them for years. You know, and I've been lucky, I must be honest. I've been very lucky um, in terms of getting good results. I had so many naysayers that it's a waste of time. It's not going to work. Now we fast forward. So, yes, short term results are good. Um, the team really are passionate. They're very capable, you know, we have trained, of course, so same results on par. So that gives us a lot of joy. Patients are also deeply engaged. And that's very important. They spend the time reading up. They obviously talk to other clients and patients who've had the surgery, so they share experiences. The key members of the team, such as the dietitian, nutritionist, who, you know, is, uh, is phenomenal, is <laughs> a core to the service. Long-term, medium-term results, three years and plus, we're very lucky because I think we get a, a good level of engagement. The, re, the sort of the relapse rate uh, is, isn't anything excessive that you'd expect. About 15, 10 to 15% at about five years. Um, so that is encouraging. Now, of course, education, 
um, coaching, psychological, and spiritual support is key for these uh, clients because, of course, fundamentally, all we want to do is feel good about ourselves. At the end of the day, that's what humans want. They want to feel fulfilled, they want to feel happy, and they want to feel, I believe, uh, empowered, I suppose. And that is something we do. And it's transformational. And, that, and that we're proud of that. That key word, it is transformational. Folks come in who have this diabetes. You've heard us use the word before, diabetes plus obesity, serious obesity. And when they come in, there's usually a baggage, massive baggage, psychological baggage. The mindset is not in the right place. Spirit is just out of the realm of goodness is possible. And so priming these clients to step forward, get the information, munch through the information, and then have their family agree that this is the approach. So I have to give you kudos because being very patient, being very patient. Yes, you deal with patience. <laughs> yeah, you've been a very patient um, practitioner, or physician, because the clients are going through a lot, and that component must be dealt with so that the outcomes are successful. And your team has certainly been able to, you know, just help the clients through the spiritual, the, the mindset, the whole negative psychology that the disease over the years has done or done to them. Almost like a feedback loop that is endless. Now, have you, do you have any clients who are, if a client comes back to you six years, seven years, and they've just, just done, undone everything that you have done, what are some of the, how, how would you approach such a client? Yeah, well, that's a very important question because I think uh, w when we started this service in 2011, so of course, the thinking and the planning started around 2009, you know, 2010. So we focus a lot on, on, on just getting the process started. So getting the patients in through surgery safely uh, with, you know, you know, with as much uh, information as they can. So what we call primary surgery. Now, and this is also reflected globally because a lot of the discussions we're having in our international fora now are all around what we call redo surgeries or uh, repeat surgeries which is really what you're alluding to. And it's, a, it's, a, it's an important aspect of a good quality bariatric metabolic service is to be able to, to, to offer redo surgeries. Uh, now, uh, maybe 10, 15, 20% of clients, depending on what they, uh, what they want and importantly how engaged they are. So redo surgeries is something that we're thinking more about. Uh, we're doing a few surgeries now and then. Um, we convert like a sleeve into a bypass, for example. Um, you know, what is very key here is that the world of redo bariatric surgery is growing uh, and the beauty and I suppose what's reassuring is that actually the results, so if somebody does 10 years, uh, maybe has regained some of the weight back, maybe the diabetes is beginning to, to come back after 10 years, we repeat the surgery and they get another 10 years. It's very important, I must state this here now because I think when we go back to that fundamental um, concept or thinking that the problem with diabetes is too much sugar circulating in, 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 in the bloodstream over long periods. So this is a chronic condition. It's kind of for life in a sense. Now, what is very important to state, and I think this is obviously science because we make decisions on, on evidence science. 
When you compare patients who've had, let's say, a bariatric operation or metabolic surgery like sleeve or bypass with patients who've had the best medical care, you know, even on insulin for those that, for instance, can't uh, obviously tolerate all the blood sugar regulators that you use mouthfully orally are not working. They still have a significantly better, what we call hemoglobin A1C, which is a glycosylated hemoglobin, a better number than those that have had the best medical care. And here is where it really begins to transform care. That hemoglobin A1C, that high level of glycosylated or high level of blood sugar, day in, day out, is what does the damage to the body. Um, it's a bit like having blood pressure. You have a high blood pressure in the morning, by afternoon your blood pressure is normal and you're feeling good. If you have a high blood pressure persistently, you're going to have a higher risk of stroke than the periodic. And this is very important to understand that in the realm of a chronic lifelong disease. So bariatric metabolic surgery produces outcomes that are significantly better in the long term and short term than best medical care on the concept of blood sugar control on a 24-7 analysis. And the consequence of that on end organs like the kidneys, the eyes, the liver, there are a whole lot. So you are better off without a shadow of doubt. Now, you may not particularly want to live long, which is fair enough, but if you do, you need to give yourself a chance. Now, we haven't even crossed into cancer. Uh, you know, and that really, I mean, we're just staying on diabetes, we're staying on maybe stroke, hypertension. We're not even talking about the impact of this on cancers, colorectals, or endometrials. And I mean, it, it gets even more, you know, uh, impactful. So to keep it simple, because of course, we're focusing on diabetes, it makes a difference. Without a doubt, the key is to give it safely with a patient in the driving seat, in control and willing, with the people that can do it. Very important. Inspiration 92.3 FM, we are talking about diabetes, type 2 diabetes in particular, and the subset of clients who have diabetes, diabetes plus massive morbid obesity, who are the ideal clients for the metabolic or bariatric surgical approach to help them literally not only control but even reverse their diabetes and mitigate some of the consequent damage that occurs on their organ systems. Our number here is 0700-923-923-923. If you have a question for yourself or family members, 0700-923-923-923 or you can send a WhatsApp on 0817-313-913. 6193. We're talking with Dr. Abuchi Okaru, a gastrointestinal surgeon who performs metabolic or bariatric surgeries, including a wide range of clients, including clients with this diabetes phenomenon. Um, so let's let's have your questions. Okay. Just you touched on cancer, which is in that area that you know we have a lot of interest in. Just quickly, what are we seeing in terms of cancer locally here in Nigeria? I mean, to be honest, the factual, simple, realistic answers, we're not very certain because our cancer registries, unfortunately, don't have any accurate data, which is a shame because we actually do have cancer registries dotted around the country, but the data is just <laughs> not reliable. So that's a shame, I must say. So there's no real factual evidence. However, on a personal level so my practice um here in lagos colon cancer rectal cancer now we know about that we've had a couple of high profile individuals that we've know that have uh, succumbed to it it's real 
it's real black men particularly 45 and above it's real and it's here so colorectal cancer is, is is very very prevalent now unfortunately uh screw it well fortunately you can pick it up with a simple test like a colonoscopy or stool analysis for blood or for example awareness you know you made reference to medical checks i mean look this is the generation where men need to take ownership of their health stop outsourcing it self-care is a fundamental message coming from around the world male self-care do your checks wellness half hour good afternoon your name and where you're calling from hello hello good afternoon your name and where you're calling from go, go ahead bad connection self-care taking responsibility you guys know we preach on this station that your health isn't only about you. It's about who you are to others also. If you're married, you have a spouse, you have children, they rely on you. You have a responsibility towards them to make sure that your health is optimal. We also preach that if you live in Lagos, it's not just once, once a year at checkup. Go and do it twice a year because we've seen too many cases of within six, seven months, the entire metabolism of the person changes and they're coming in with severe, severe conditions. You mentioned gastric cancer, like stomach colorectal cancer. That is your field. It is. Are we picking them up early enough? Or are we picking them up when they are stage three, stage four? Yeah, I'm afraid. Uh, I'm afraid we're not picking them up early enough. Gastric cancer, stomach cancer is sadly a very unique uh, category because unfortunately the symptoms do come late and it's global. So this is not strictly related to the West African area around the world I think um, it's a problem uh, but I think the advice is still the same if you do not feel well if you have any form of indigestion what pe people classically call oh, ulcer and it lasts more than six weeks please go talk to your doctor we have a lot of uh, availability of endoscopy and colonoscopy services across the country we must use them we really must use them it's a shame uh, that, that people are still in a bit of denial and I, you know, I will definitely campaign for that and the fight against the, the sort of the scourge of cancer that's affecting uh, this part of the world. Diabetes, diabetes, diabetes and obesity, a deadly combination that just accelerates the damage to organ systems, as doctor mentioned, from head to toe. No organ is spared, not the eyes, not even your hearing is not spared. Another caller. Well, wellness half hour. Good afternoon. Hello. Name, yes, madam. Neiman, where are you calling from? Yeah, good afternoon. Good afternoon. Hello? Yes, madam. Go ahead. Your name and where you are calling from. Okay. My name is Doris. I'm calling from Akuti. Very good, Doris. Go ahead with your question. Uh, please, I have been experiencing uh, a low level blood, you know. Blood level, my blood level is always very low. I don't know why. Okay, Doris, your blood level is always low. You're referring to just your blood cells, your blood level, or to the blood sugar? Because today we're talking about blood sugar. Hello? Hello, Doris. If the question is about blood sugar being low, we will take the question. If it's about just blood level is low, like anemia, 
at the end of the program, I'll give you a number. You send a text to that number. Somebody will respond to you. We're talking about diabetes. People with very high blood sugar. Do you have blood sugar problem, Doris? No. Okay. Please, Doris, you allow us to put your question for, for later. We'll respond to it, eh? Okay. There's availability, availability across the country. Doctors who can screen you for diabetes, doctors can do your annual checks. There's labs all over the place. So there's really no excuse for anyone to, to not access these services. And the cost is really quite inexpensive. It's even a simple fasting blood sugar check. If you go to general hospital, it doesn't cost you much at all. Many times they do it free. Several times a year there are free screening programs held by both public facilities, and a lot of private facilities. There's cancer screening where they do free diabetic checks. There's um, there's um, screening for diabetes, for high blood pressure also, where they do free checks. So the people are available to assist you pick up this condition. We've talked about it all month. We had um, Dr. Shawi particularly talked about the issue of diabetes in children, we are seeing it in younger and younger age group. Cherise hit home that parents are responsible for the children's nutrition and what, what children begin to understand about their health and what they put in the body that may factor into this underlying condition. If you have it, it's not a death sentence. If you can control it with nutrition, with medication, yes, with injection, and now we're giving another option, which is a surgical metabolic bariatric surgical option so the folks who can help you are around the places are available the, the variety of modalities to assist you control your blood sugar this afternoon for those of you who are available at three o'clock we have another zoom presentation for more information send a whatsapp to 0809 Six six eight four four five five. It's talking about reversing diabetes with nutrition. It's not for everyone, but listen to it because we just have get the knowledge that helps someone either avoid diabetes or help them get out of diabetes. Zero eight zero nine six six eight four four five five. Three p.m. on Zoom. Doctor Okaro. Thank you very, very much. He shared a lot with us today. We, now we know about metabolic and bariatric surgery and that they are available in Nigeria. He told you to go and get your endoscopies done. Let's catch it early, not when it's too late. Symptoms are not always present in the early stages. And again, thank you. Thank you very much. Take another You're awesome. Just you're awesome. I know you're busy. And just, I, think I reached out to you like two days ago and you reached Thank you very much, Doctor. This is important. So, absolutely, priority number one to create awareness. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. Thank you. You all have a blessed week and get yourself checked. This is December, so no excuse. If you haven't done your medical check all year, all year long, go and get it done. And quite a, quite a few places are actually giving discounts for folks who come in in December. It's who you are to others. Your health. Be blessed. Thank you. Thank you, doctors. Well, that's it for Wellness Half Hour this week. Stand by for saying it with music with Uncle Son. It's happening live. Long time.